Hey, everybody, and welcome to the BFA Life Podcast. I am excited to have three guests here today. We're going to be talking about BFA Athletics. Uh, my colleague Josh is out at the moment, but I'm excited to have Sam Stemple, Lisa Ebenroth, and Caleb Turner in the room. Each of them is heavily involved in the program that we have. Athletics is such a huge part of BFA culture and the experience that students have. And we're going to dive into what it means for us as a school and how it is part of our mission and vision. So my name is Caleb Turner, and I am the athletic director here at Black Forest Academy. Um, this is my first year as the athletic director. I have been at BFA for four years now. Uh, my first role at BFA was I was an RA in one of our boarding houses. Um, and then I left, got married, and came back with my wife and spent two years in our guidance department at BFA. And then this past year, I talked with Sam. Um, Sam is actually, he'll, he'll tell us in a second, but he was our athletic director last year. Um, I met with Sam and was really interested in moving into athletics. Um, I have been the track coach, the head track coach for the last two years. Um, and I was interested in moving forward in that um, capacity and being more involved in athletics and felt that this was a role that I would love to take on. So talked with Sam and now I'm the athletic director this year. Okay, um, my name is Lisa Evanroth. Um, I've been in the BFA community since 2010 and I started coaching basketball in 2013 and I've been doing so every, ever since. I coached the JV team for a few years and then moved up to the varsity team. Now I'm the head coach for the varsity girls. I also started last year coaching a JV volleyball, so I've been doing that as well. And um, I'm Sam Stemple. I serve as the student life director here. I've been here at BFA about 18 years, have served in a number of different roles, uh, most prominently chaplain for about nine years, and then have been the student life director for a number of years. All that time I've served in a lot of different ways in terms of athletics, and I've coached girls uh, soccer. Um, I've coached guys soccer. I've and Right now I'm uh, coaching the guys volleyball team and girls soccer. Um, last year, as Kayla mentioned, um, because we were not able to find a athletic director, I stepped in and served as the athletic director last year um, as athletics is one of the areas in student life that we oversee and look after. Cool. Um, and you guys are a living, living example of this. Athletics here, I think contrary to a lot of other schools, is very much a community affair where it's parents coming in or people in the community who are involved in a certain sport that come in and coach does that how does that define how the teams are where it's it's people that are either parents or small group leaders and they wear three or four different hats like yeah. where instead of having like an official coach of your you're just this is the coach of of this forever and ever but it's it's a little bit more of a you're my teacher and you're my coach and you're my small group leader and you're my next door neighbor mm-hmm. all of these pieces together one of the things i there are positives there's also negatives in that and the negative would be that you often have people jumping in who maybe haven't had a lot of experience of coaching and so they're jumping in and they're investing their time but it might be their first year last year our basketball coach um, for the guys was it was his first year coaching Um, he'd he'd never really done that here at BFA before and he stepped in and, and did that 
Um, they still did well. Right. They still did well, but you have that aspect of, yeah, sure. And, and of a change it's, you know, when someone else steps in, how they coach is always going to be different. Um, but you also have people here that are passionate just about loving on kids and wanting the kids. It becomes a more than just winning and losing. Um, yeah. it's more about pouring into the lives of these kids. And mm-hmm. so I think because you have people that are, more ministry focused you mm-hmm. do have a sense of success isn't just we, we have a trophy at the end success is what did i do to build into these kids and i think that that's a great thing that we have here mm-hmm. i can certainly speak to the um having the multiple hats and multiple roles and also coaching um for example i, I have four kids in high school right now and uh I coached volleyball. I coached girls that were in my small group at the same time as I'm coaching volleyball. They're also happen to be my, be my daughter's friends. Mm -hmm. And so you just get so many more opportunities to speak into their lives. Um, they can, some of them who are dorm kids consider their coaches or their small group leaders or other people like their second parents almost. And, um, I think it's just that's what I love about coaching here. Yes, yeah. I didn't come to do this just to coach a sport and, like Sam said, to win. Um, yeah. We've won championships, but that's not the lasting yeah. um, fruit from this effort. Yeah, it's really just a part of it. That's cool. Uh, to jump a little bit ahead, um, something that's interesting with our athletics events is that we compete in Dodds, and because so Dodds is Department of Defense division or department of defense educational activity um so we could we compete against military bases um so what that means is that we're usually traveling a lot um and i think the cool opportunity as a coach is that you get to spend a lot of time with these kids outside of school um or outside of just the normal you know educational things that we do here at school um the extracurricular activities and um, it's really cool to be able to spend time with the athletes off of campus and see what they're like outside of the kind of the BFA bubble. I know you guys have talked about that before, but <laughs> just kind of Black Forest Academy tends to be a, a place where you kind of stick within, you know, yeah, 10 we're miles pretty, of we're the pretty school rural, and yeah, rural spot. Yeah. Right. And you do everything within, you know, the community. So it's cool to step outside of that community with these students as athletes yeah. and spend time with them outside of the normal um, routine. And I, th- I think that's really cool as a coach. Um, yeah, I think sure. that's appealing for a lot of our coaches is, you know, once you take a, take a group of students off of campus in a van, things change, things are different. They act a different way. And it's just cool to see how they respond to that and be a part of that. So, and because we compete in Dodds, we're not just going across town or down the street. We're right. traveling quite frequently, three, four, six. I don't know if there's any more than that, but uh, you know, all pile in a van together. It's kind of a weekend away together where I, when during my time here, I was involved in track, but you have the, the buses of basketball teams come back and, and the involvement in the students in sports is quite high. Do you have a percentage off the top of your head as far as involvement? I think it's in like the 40, past it's been 60%, mm-hmm. around 60%. Okay. Yeah. Across over the year. And at, all, the high some, school, at the high school level. Yeah. And some do multiple level. sports, the three, two yeah. and three sport athletes um but you know you have this crew come back over the weekend and they're coming on a monday and they have all these cool stories of things that they did from their you know it's basically a a giant 
field trip for them over the weekend yeah. where they all pile on a bus and go four or five hours away to uh, an American spot where they're all going and eating Taco Bell and buying random things from the commissary. And um, you can you can sense that energy coming back from the weekend. Mm-hmm. I do think that one of the things you lose is the fact if I was just the soccer coach, um, I would really be able to invest so much of my time into helping these kids the ones that I know are going to be a part of the team. I can, I can be investing into them all year long. Um, I can, you know, I, I would be focused on soccer. I would be thinking about it. Um, I think one of the things we lose, and I'm, I'm not sure it's like the worst thing or an, a really negative thing, but would be the sense that I don't necessarily have time off season mm-hmm. to be thinking about soccer because I've got these other responsibilities or I'm doing a different sport. And so you do lose that sense of the time and energy coaches have to pour into their sport is really only seasonal. Mm -hmm. Um, And even that they don't even have full time. And I mean, it's, it's tiring because there are some coaches that go right from coaching to small groups that evening. Mm -hmm. And, and so they're having to really divide their time. And so that's what you would lose by that. Again, I'm not sure that's a full negative thing, but it is something that we have to deal with. I mean, yeah. our coaches are all voluntary. Um, and so there is, there is a big investment of time and energy when you're coaching mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. That was something somebody else was telling me that they, they were talking to a Dodds coach and like, wow, how do you have three or four different coaches? And I'm like, well, all of them are volunteers. They're all helping out. They're they all want part, to be of a part of it. They're not part yeah. of it. They're not paid by the school or anything, but, um, it makes for maybe a well a well rounded coach, but not necessarily a well rested yeah. coach. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of students, especially when they choose BFA, they are coming because we do have a pretty built out athletics program. We do five sports across the year for guys and girls both. Um, what does it What does it look like for kids who are coming in freshman sophomore year and have been in a smaller school but then they come to for them a larger school with a very built out gym and athletic facility is that what does that do to a kid coming in who has maybe the first opportunity to play basketball with a a legitimate group of kids where they can have critical mass to do that are there kids that come through that are like that there's a lot of opportunities and i think um the great thing about bfa sports is um you know, some of the sports, there are tryouts and there are cuts just due to lack of space sure. in a gym. You can't have 40 people in a gym trying to play basketball. It just yeah. doesn't work. Um, but there's always an opportunity to play, uh, to do cross country or to do track where they don't have cuts. Mm-hmm. And so if kids want to be um, active a- uh, athletically, they can. And so that's really that's really good. And I, it's fun to watch those teams um just the camaraderie that they have and and the opportunities that those kids have. And even with basketball, we've had kids who are not super experienced. Um, maybe they're athletic kids, mm-hmm. but they haven't had an opportunity to play basketball somewhere. And so they come in um, with very little team playing experience, but they have the desire to learn. They have the desire to be part of a team and they're teachable and they can become really excellent athletes. Yeah. And so that's really fun to watch. I, I that's one thing I've mm. really enjoyed over the years is just watching the development because 
unlike most of the teams we play, they're not playing in middle school. They're not playing on club teams. Those yeah. things aren't available there. And they come here and they really dra- they improve drastically mm. in the course of a year. Mm-hmm. And that's really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And we're not pulling from a pool of a thousand kids where we can kind of pick and choose the ones right. that have been playing since elementary and have been coached by mom and dad all the time. We're, we're pulling from 250 kids who there's a reason that some kids play two or three different sports just because they're athletically inclined and they can be coached to run fast in every single sport that they do. Yeah. It's also fun to watch the, their teammates encourage them along their yeah. path. I mean, we've had kids come in that just at, on my basketball team and just had like no experience and very little skill. Yeah. And the other girls just rally around them. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't always happen in other schools yeah. for sure. We do have kids that are coming from places that they don't have an option. Like you mentioned, um, maybe they were a part of a smaller school or their school didn't even have a sports option. Or they're homeschooled. Yeah. Or they're homeschooled. And so when they come here, it is the first time they really had a, Mm -hmm. to be able to be a team sport. And even as Caleb mentioned that travel and everything, um, sports here is very much uh, a team unity feel to it. And so to just be a part of any of our teams, has just a great sense of unity to it. And someone who's never done the sport can try it. And mm-hmm. even the ones that have cuts, there there still is a probably with JV teams and varsity teams, a great opportunity that they may make the team. They may not, but um, but just to be a part of that is, is such a big thing. My, I have one of my sons, um, we were back in the States for his eighth grade year and he went to join the basketball team and, and they were like, who are you? You haven't been a part of the basketball system, yeah. you know, all through your middle school years. And so they you just didn't come to the super secret camp that they right, have. Yeah. To train and so day. he actually had no opportunity to even make the team because he wasn't from the community and they didn't know who he was. It was mm. just a huge community. So, um, you know, I think here kids show up and have an opportunity to at least see if this is something yeah. that they can be a part of. is so built to accommodate and then this has come up in other episodes too where the school is developed in this culture and the community is developed to help people who are moving in halfway through their high school time or halfway through the year it's kind of it happens so often that you that is the default almost more than somebody who's been here a long time it's the kid who steps off the bus you know five days before school starts and they just kind of integrate in but the the culture of sports and the school is developed so that they can feel welcomed yeah. that's cool yeah it's interesting to watch how um, students respond to sports um, if they're new to BFA um, you'll see some kids wide-eyed who will start um, fall sports and then they'll start winter sports and they'll tr- just want to try it all and sometimes it just doesn't work out um, they end up committing to too much <laughs> But then you'll see kids where sports is just so life-giving to them. Um, for example, I was talking to a parent um, during the cross-country season. They actually made it to championships. Um, our guys' team made it to championships. So they we had five runners, five, six runners, I think, Yeah, um, run at championships. And um, we actually took 
um, first place for Division Two again this year. So we repeated actually third year in a row. Third year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was talking with one of the parents, and she was like, "I'm so glad that my um, son is involved in sports here at BFA because if he was not involved in sports, he would be so far behind in both academically and socially." And she was just very thankful for the opportunity for her son to be involved. And he could have not even been here if it wasn't for sports, for the chance to be a, a part of yeah. um, BFA sports. So mm-hmm. it's just really cool to see that and to, to be a part of that and to um, give the opportunity to these kids who, who come here from, you know, wherever and from whatever situation for them to be a part of a yeah. something bigger, something greater. Yeah. That's cool. So. Are there any weird traditions? that teams have i know the the kids walk around with the backpacks with the, like the, the Dodge championship tags <laughs> yeah. and it's yeah. something that even that was true for when i was a student is kind of this badge of honor of hey i went to championships and it's fun to see that carry through i think but, the spirit days that they do um mm-hmm. uh usually the team will come up with a spirit day to do the day before they go on a c- competition or the day that they leave right and so it could be anything i mean uh-huh. some of them are really out there <laughs> um, but they love it. It's, it's unifying. It, it identifies them as an athlete mm-hmm. and, you know, kids enjoy that identifying as part of that group. And so I think that's one fun thing that they do. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, every sports team has the, the one main cheer that we do and it's for him. Um, I, I have coached girls for girls soccer for a number of years. Um, and their cheers for him, huh? But then one year I was coaching the, I took on coaching the guys one year, and I said, okay, guys, bring it in, let's do for him. And I said, one, two, three, for him, huh? And they're all like, coach, that's the girls' cheer. We don't huh. So I thought that was funny <laughs> that there's actually a distinction between how we say for him, but, um, but yeah, just reminding ourselves that we are here to play for him, but that's. Uh, every team has the for him cheer. That's cool. You already hit on this a little bit as far as team unity, but what is, um, and especially the sports that aren't necessarily split between JV and varsity, but what does this do for the relationships between upperclassmen and underclassmen, especially the ones coming in where they're all, you know, they're all on the bus together. They're all going to the same thing. What is, what does that do to help break down some of those barriers? Or are they are they somewhat segregated or I think um, for basketball um, we do some of our practice all together as a team and then some of it we break out so they're they're gonna be doing things with the um, JV and the varsity together we also have done um, like big sister little sister yeah, upperclassmen cool. with a um, paired with underclassmen um, and they kind of just, we meet all year, like once a week, and they just get to get to know those girls. And, you know, a lot of our team parties are all together. There's Everything is really done together. And, um, I mean, granted, you have to separate during practice time just to work on skills because the skill disparity mm-hmm. is different. So, um, but I think a lot of things are done together. And cool. like you said, the bus rides are, you know, everybody is on a bus. And, um, so there's not really a huge division between the two is what I've seen. Yeah. And I would even say like the sports that have the JV and varsity, um, doesn't always work that 
it's ninth and tenth graders on mm-hmm. JV, and, yeah, that's true. and so you will have very seldom do you have a senior on JV, but that even does happen. But you'll have ninth, tenth, eleventh on JV, and you'll have ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth on on varsity at times. So they're even in those teams. They can be broken up a little bit with JV varsity, and and just as Lisa said, um, often. When you're in the gym together, you're just all together. And um, I know basketball, I don't know if this is what you were talking about with the big sister, little sister, but they will also break into groups and just like take some of their practice time to just talk together. And we do that for, for soccer. We have some of our groups where we just take some of our practice time and say, okay, you three meet together and just talk and find out. And we, as coaches, have put those teams together purposely to have it be broken down with kids that aren't always hanging out together or, or cl- in classes together. So, you know, we, we want to have those be very unified things. And so we're going to work to, to unify the team as a whole, not just as individual grades or, cool. or teams. Yeah. The thing about track and field and cross country is that they're not segregated by age or grade or JV and varsity. It's, everyone together you're segregated segregated more by um what event you do so for track and field there's we have 16 events um and at the beginning of the year we kind of do like a round robin like um station style um of coaching where each coach does a different station so then each of the athletes gets to try out all the different events which is really fun because then um, some of these kids who have never tried any of these events find out that they're actually good at hurdles or they're actually good at shot put or an event that they never thought that they would do um, in the past. And then that really just, it's its cool to watch those groups form um, as the season goes on. So the throwers, they kind of form their own group. And even right now, the throwers um, from last year are meeting every Tuesday and Thursday, I think right now, um, and throwing together to get ready for the season. That's cool. um, and then I have my jumpers and my sprinters are we're going to start training soon but they're even training early i've already sent them workouts so it's just cool to see and it doesn't matter what grade they are they're already working together they know that they'll be doing the same events that they did last year Um, and then we even allow um, in cross country and track um, for eighth graders to be a part of it as well Um, which is a really cool opportunity for the high schoolers to um, to impact the the middle schoolers in a way um, because Dodds allows eighth graders to be a part of both of these sports because um, most schools in the Dodds realm, they don't have middle school um, cross country and track teams. So mm. it's just, it widens the spectrum of who's being involved, um, which is really cool. And um, yeah, I just love seeing, you know, seeing a, a 10th or 11th grader runner who's been doing sprints for the last two years doing it right next to an eighth grader who is wanting to, you know, be the next generation of, of athletes and, um, you know, at the varsity level or at yeah. the next level of, cool. of running. So it's just cool to see. I think one of the cool things that I love about coaching in and playing against the uh, military teams is the great opportunity that we have, um, to be the light of Christ to them. Hmm. And, um, it's funny because in the past several years, you know, maybe five years in basketball, we've had really great teams and won a bunch of championships. Um, and we've been able to be 
the light of Christ as a winning team um, and winning well and mm-hmm. being having, you know, good sportsmanship. And that's really what we're well known for as, as a school mm-hmm. is the, um, the good sportsmanship that we show. And I feel like now that we've moved up a division and we've really lost quite a lot of amazing athletes this past year, that past two years really, in some of our in some of our sports, not in all of our sports, but um, now we're finding we have to learn how to be a light <laughs> for losing, Christ losing in a, well. and losing <laughs> yeah. well, and so um, and that's just a whole different character building side of things, and that's really I think just as effective, if not more effective, as how we act now that we've gone from a winning team to a team that is going to struggle and is Mm. rebuilding. And so I think that's just a cool opportunity that we have um, at our school is to be, to be that light. Mm. And it's really fun to watch the kids interact with kids from the other teams. Sometimes they don't interact that much. And then other times like in the volleyball, we had the JV girls just playing a pickup game while they were waiting for varsity to finish just Ramstein and BFA playing a game together for like almost an hour. And it wasn't either team on either side. No, it It wasn't. It was everyone rotating together, (laughs) which was really cool. It was very cool. The girls are talking to each other, playing with each other. And it's really, really exciting to see that. And so they've developed some friendships and, and have an opportunity to talk to those girls. I'm sure they're talking on social media Yeah, sure. and things Hmm. like that. So it's a really great opportunity that I think you don't always have elsewhere. I've had a number of different times where I'll be sitting in the stands or or sitting on the bleachers and I'll be sitting next to fans from the other team and they'll be like, so your school's not a military school? And I'll kind of explain it. And the the parents or the, the people I'm sitting with often will say something like, I just love watching your team play. They just have such good spirits about them. Mm-hmm. And um, even I, I went up to one of the volleyball games um, to watch my daughter who was on the volleyball team and um, we were playing a team that was just pummeling us like they were they were beating us bad and there was a play that happened and, and two of our girls ran after it but didn't get it and the other team won the point and I heard another mom say man they're losing and yet they're putting more effort into mm-hmm. this than our own team that's that's winning and we need to have that same kind yeah. of effort and oh, that's cool. it's like yeah there's just a we do have a very good reputation within the military leagues of just they they love coming down to our school it gets they get away from kind of the military community and get down to where we are they love coming down here and being a part of what's going on here and yeah, we get to be a light and, and mm. kind of explain who we are and what we do. And, you know, we've got scripture on our on our gym walls. So when they come down here, they see it and they walk the halls. And it's evident here. And I think they see something different when mm. they come down here. And I love that about our sports. Again, it's not the winning or losing. It's are we playing and are we doing the things that we're doing for him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think also they see that our kids um, – don't fight with each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that is very, very obvious because sometimes you see that among the other teams when they are getting frustrated, they take it out on each other. And you can see it on the court and off the court. Sometimes you see it with the coaches. And I think that's one of the best things about being a coach at BFA. And all the years I've coached, people aren't, the girls are great. And it, they don't 
blame each other. They don't fight with each other. Um, it's just a really good atmosphere to be on the team. And you're going to be valued for your contribution, whether you play two minutes or 20 mm -hmm. minutes. Mm -hmm. um, regardless, you're going to be valued. And I think that's one of the great things about BFA sports. Yeah. That's something that I've, I've consistently heard from, from you guys and from coaches and from parents who are coming and saying that they have wonderful interactions with um, military families that are coming in and the, and the kids and um, back in back in my day, so to speak, and, and others where you're at a championship and the people are cheering for their school, but then once their school maybe gets out, then a lot of them switch to kind of BFA as their, their runner-up mm -hmm. as far as the, the United school that they can cheer for because they want mm -hmm. us to win because they have respect for how we mm -hmm. how we play and how we carry ourselves but that will be very interesting to see with is it all sports moving to d1 uh no so all of our teams all of our i guess you could say team sports um have moved to d1 so soccer okay. basketball and volleyball and okay. then our individual sports yeah um cross country and track are still in d2 okay just for how they do scoring sure um our school is 200 our high school is around 200 kids yeah. where um, the D1 schools are around 600 or more. Mm -hmm. um, so how scoring works for um, cross country and track, it's really about the amount of athletes you have. Yeah. Um, and when we don't have as many athletes <laughs> as they do, it really makes a difference. So we stayed in D2 for okay. cross country and track. Um, but something I want to say that I really love about um, each season is our home games. Um, I really love seeing the whole community come around our athletes and cheering them on as they compete against whatever teams are visiting. Um, and it's really not just our um, BFA community, our parents in the area and um, our staff and students. We also, um, the parents that are out of town that um, you know live in various areas usually end up traveling those same weekends. And um, it's a really cool opportunity for them to see their kids compete. Um, and then also for them just to be um, here and see uh, the community of that community that their kids are a part of, um, and yeah, it's just it's it's really cool to see what parents um, have the opportunity to visit and um, just be a part of the the home games and um, yeah, I just think it's a really cool opportunity. Yeah. Friday night basketball yeah. is always a fun yeah it's, it's fun community very, event yeah very yeah. big memory of everybody piled into the into the bleachers and. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. And my shameless plug is if you want to stay <laughs> up with um, our athletics, then go on to Twitter yeah. and do slash BFA news. And that's where we post all of our updates for our athletics. So you'll yeah, see live, where live we've feed. been and what's coming. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. We'll post some of the, especially when, get, when we get to the championships, we'll try and post the link out to the actual full, full game, but keeping up with scores. That's a great, yeah. it's a great place to go. Falcon pride. Falcon mm -hmm. pride. For him, or him. Huh? <laughs> 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 that's gross. That's gross. Wait, how do guys do it? For him. For him. Oh, okay. There's no it's not huh. like a lower huh. There's no huh. <laughs> Coach, there's no huh. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for coming in. I really yeah, appreciate thank it. You. Thanks for your efforts and coaching and the time that you spend. It's a joy to do it. Yeah. A huge thank you to Sam, Lisa, and Caleb for talking with me today. Athletics is such a huge piece of what BFA offers families. If there are any topics that you would like us to talk through, if you have any questions, please feel free to write an email to communications at bfacademy.de. 
or hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and we'd love to hear from you. Go Falcons. <laughs>